three, two, one. You are now listening to the Heartbeat Show podcast. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Tim Hart, branch manager of Van Dyke Mortgage. Welcome to an episode of the Heartbeat Show podcast with one of my longtime friends. I call you my longtime friend, Bree. I don't care if you like my wife more, my wife more than me. I'm calling you my longtime friend. <laughs> I do. I do. Ah, <laughs> Dr. Bree Gindel with Gindel Chiropractic. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. How are Good. you doing? Doing good, thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on. And by the way, I know now it's not Gindel Chiropractic. You, Nate's doing his thing, and you got your thing going on too, which is, can you tell everybody real quick? It's Pediatric and Perinatal Chiropractic Center. So I specialize in pediatrics and all things surrounding pregnancy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good deal. So I had to get the little plug in there. <laughs> um, but Bree, I appreciate you being with me today, and I think... Uh, I asked you to come on because you bring a lot of value to what uh, has been a concern of mine. And, and um, I think a lot of people out there will really enjoy what we're going to talk about. And it's dealing with the immune system and the coronavirus. And so um, just to set it up real quick, you know, when you watch the news or listen to our political leaders, and I know you know this, that they talk about wash your hands uh, wear a mask and social distance or stay home. Right. And like, that's all the tips they're giving us. Right. And so you and I both know you way more than me that there's a lot more that we could be doing and should be doing coronavirus or not, you know, out there with our body, with our immune system. And so I really wanted to go deep on, uh, the immune system and what we can all be doing out there in our day-to-day lives to help besides social distance, you know, the mask and whatever else. So right. I appreciate coming on and talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the virus, albeit is a true real virus. The unfortunate thing is that there's been a lot of fear that's been mm-hmm. created around it because the only advice anyone's getting is to run and hide. And stay away and you know in no way shape or form in history has that been the way that as you know communities as you know people that we've been able to get through any sort of illness in in all of history so there's been some there's been a few other instances like this in history and we've been able to get through it just fine and people um haven't had to do quite the distancing and gone to the dramatic measures that they're going through now. And like you mentioned, the only real health tip that we as a public are getting in, in the grand scheme of thing, unless you're getting it individually is to wash your hands. Right. That's basic. That's ancient. That's everyone should know that. And unfortunately, you know, if this is a health crisis, we need to be, we need to be arming everyone with this is how you stay healthy, not this is how you run from the sickness. Yeah. And it's funny you say like stay and hide. And, and, you know, when this thing started coming out, we've all seen it just the 
the fear portion, and I'm not trying, I, I want everyone to know, I don't want this to turn into a, um, the coronavirus is a hoax, you know, like it, it, it's a virus. And I just want it to be more about the immune system. But man, between the media and political leaders, they did a number psychologically on a lot of people. Yeah. A lot. And, and, and you see it and there's people that will just run from you, yeah. you know, run from any human. They're, they're just, they can't be around you at all now. Right. Wild. And, and that has, with that, that has built a whole nother level of health risks for yeah. everyone, you know, and with the children specifically that I deal with, I'm seeing so much more anxieties and, you know, even you could even venture to say depression with some of these kids, especially when they were, had to completely change and shift the way of their schooling and were taken from their friends. You know, they're just, they're just not um, able, they're physically not able, their brains are not developed to be able to handle that type of situation like you and I could. So all of those other aspects are not, I don't feel are being considered. I think they're getting swept under the rug, kind of like, we'll deal with that later. Right now we have to worry about this virus. And one thing that I tell everyone in my office is yes, it is a virus. And so is the flu and so is the cold. So is RSV, so are all roseola. So are all of these other viruses that we have come in contact with and still could come in contact with. So right now in my office, we're seeing strep throat, which is um, bacterial, but we're seeing roseola, hand, foot, and mouth is starting to make its way back around. So what can we do to just arm yourself completely so it doesn't matter what is coming at you, you can just fight it. Your body is ready and can do that work for you rather than fear it, be ready to fight it. <clears throat> right. And so, and that's what I, I think earlier you called your immune system, your army, didn't you? Yes. I love that. That's cool. So, you know, the, the human body, as amazing as it is, like we are evolutionary prepared to, to be able to handle a lot of these type of events, right? Yeah. Yeah. And when I said army, that's because the, I, I'm a neuroimmunology geek. I love learning about the immune system and understanding how it works. And the way that I love to explain that is your body is like a castle. And you have two main types of immune system. And you basically have your soldiers on, on the outside that, are, that can remember things and they can see you coming. So it's kind of like your soldier saying, oh, there's France. I remember they love to, to fight with bow and arrows. So get out your bows, guys. This is how we fight. So they've learned the first time and now they're ready to, to beat them before they encounter and get you really sick. Right. And then you have your secondary, which is your inside. These are your soldiers that fight in the dark. They don't know what's coming, but they're really big and bad. So if something does penetrate and get into your body, they can help you kick it, but you're going to have to deal with some symptoms until your body removes it. They're not going to remember anything long-term. So you have two different main types of soldiers that are always fighting for you and you need to feed them both. So there's different ways that you can do that. Probiotics is one big way that you can do that. Okay, so wait, hold on. So let's get to, you're going to start now getting into different immune boosters? We can do that. Oh, you, oh you're talking I'll, about I'll talk all day. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, thought, I, I well, wanted to stop before you started jamming. So like, you want to go, let's uh, let's start hitting, you said we were saying probiotics. By the way, I can tell you talk to kids because like, 
I understood everything you just said. And it was like entertaining too. <laughs> the mind of a five-year-old. I just realized, thank you for dumbing it down for me. Um, oh, talk to me like I'm a dummy because I am. Um, you, okay, so you were setting up your army and you were going into, you are saying probiotics. And so let's start, do your story, do whatever you got to do, but start hitting some things that we can do to boost our immune system. Right. So of course, before I get into supplements, then let me just say the immune system is given to us at birth. Um, what we do with it is our own choice. So um, antibiotics, injections, um, immunizations, anything that we do will shift our, our immune systems. Okay. So that's why we need to know kind of not just to fill your body full of supplements either, because that's not good. You want to have knowledge and speak to someone that can help you and your body and what has been going on with you in your life, get the best supplements for you, your child, um, that will actually work the best for your body. So that's something to consider because not only are supplements important, but it's also nutrition. So what are you getting in your diet? Is, do you have a well-balanced diet? Are you mostly a fast food person? Those things are really, really relevant to your immune system function. I mean, anyone can knows that some people are gluten intolerant, right? Gluten-free, everywhere has gluten-free menus now. A lot of people say they're lactose intolerant. Those are different immune reactions. Those are different immune functions. So if you know that you're dairy intolerant or gluten intolerant, you're immune suppressed to a degree. So you need to boost your immune system even more so than other people. Getting exercise, are you moving? Are you a pretty sedentary person? What's your job like? What are you doing throughout the day and the weeks? And how, how much movement are you getting through your body? That is also um, immune boosting the more that you move. So those are some other aspects as well as, you know, there's also chemical stressors that can affect our immune system. So are you a smoker? Are you around smokers? Um, uh, are you around other toxic things? Do you clean houses for a living and you're using harsh chemicals? A lot of different um, things to consider when we're, when we're really thinking about if we're healthy or not. It's kind of easy to just be like, well, I eat a salad for lunch every day. So yeah, I mean, I'm a really healthy person. Right. But then, what are, what are some other examples of the toxic um, like you mentioned smoking and you mentioned cleaning houses like with the chemicals but like are there certain industries and stuff that that you know of that would be around that type of chemical or that would have immune suppressors is that what you'd call that immune suppressors yeah yeah <clears throat> yes tons I mean I mean any industry where a mask is required to work that tells you something right there you know, even some in the healthcare field, it, a lot of times they're using it just because they're close, like a dentist, you know, they're just close to, to faces. So they've always had to wear masks because they're so close to people's faces. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, but anything that's in the air, anytime you're around uh, somewhere that is in the air, like I wouldn't ever want to work at Bath and Body Works. That's a lot of neurotoxins floating through the air, you know? Huh. So that's, bad for you. that's really bad for you. Scented candles, terrible. And there's a lot of research that they, I love them. They smell fantastic, but unfortunately it's really bad for that. And it's, it's all long. It's the long-term overexposure of things. You know, if, if once in a while you burn a scented candle, 
certainly not going to, you know, pop up cancer in your body the next week, but it's that long-term exposure, just like firemen and, and dealing with fires over time. They have such a high rate of lung cancer because that's a toxin, all that smoke. That's a chemical stressor. That's an immune suppressor. Okay. Well, what are, what are um, habits? You mentioned smoking. So like, you know, would you throw dip, chew, alcohol? Alcohol. Oh. Mm-hmm. What, um, what about IPAs? IPAs are okay, right? Please tell me yes. <laughs> Anything in moderation. And just drink a water between everyone. Oh, okay. That's it? <laughs> and waters it down a little bit. There you go. All right. All right. I drink red wine because it has, you know, it's, it's virtually fruit. Right. Yeah. It's grapes. Yeah. I hear you. Oh, it's whatever we tell ourselves. But again, all things in moderation. Um, and, you know, everyone's allowed to have their vices and no one should feel guilty uh, <laughs> for having a vice here and there. But if you're just talking about immune system, we can sit on a pedestal and we can talk about all things perfect. And that's what, what it would be is to just find, if you wanted to get, go down rabbit holes, I mean, our paint can be toxins. Your carpeting can be toxins. The fabric that makes up your couch can be toxic and probably are, you know, so you can go down and get really detailed into actually what is a chemical stressor. Right. But in general, you just can do the things that you can control. Gotcha. Okay. But, and, but a lot of those things, like when you mentioned smoking or diet, you know, it, I think the reason why government and political leaders <clears throat> don't talk about it is because it's hard. It's because it's hard for people to quit doing, you know, the smoking, the drinking or dip or whatever. Uh, and it's hard for them to make healthy choices, you know, to, it's way easier for people to go get a, a double stack at Wendy's you know, for a, whatever, a buck or whatever it is, than yeah. it is to go make a salad or something like that. You know, it just, it seems like the easier thing is just to say, ah, put on a mask and stay away from humans and you're going to be okay. Not like, hey dude, and I'm talking to myself here, uh, you're a tub, uh, go for a walk, uh, <laughs> eat better, right? <laughs> Sleep more, rest is something to do with it, right, Brie? Oh, absolutely. Good sleep is really important. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And eating regularly, you know, a lot of people like when they're busy, they like to skip meals and, and all of those things, but getting, getting the right amount of sleep, especially for women, um, that is just proven. Um, we literally go crazy when we don't have enough sleep and look at all the women that are new moms or they're, you know, now they're having to balance you know, kids being home and maybe working or working from home and, and all of these things anyway. So that um, good sleep is hard to come by and it, it can make a big difference in some why, why do women need more uh, sleep than men? It's just the hormones, the, the difference in hormones. And um, it just affects our cortisol levels differently. Gotcha. Um, can I, I want to go back to another point you made, if, if that's okay. Um, the you mentioned about like uh, immunizations and uh, medication or, or whatever you've taken that would affect, you know, your immune system the way it is now. And it, it seemed like you were almost saying like, there's a, is there something you can do? Like, Hey, I want to find out what maybe I'm deficient in, right? Like with my deficient in vitamin D or whatever, like 
is there a test or uh, something you'd recommend people do if they're really interested in trying to find out what they're deficient in or what they should be taking? There's a lot of different ways. Um, you could go get blood work done and see, and that will give you your basic vitamin panels. You can see if you're deficient in D and your B vitamins, um, all, all of those things. You know, even with foods, you can get, um, there's a 96 food sensitivity blood draw that you can get, which is, I think is really cool. Lets you know if you're um, eating foods that just make your histamine levels go higher, which suppresses your immune system. Um, there's some docs out there that do like muscle testing and they can tell you this way or that way. It just depends. Like there's functional medicine doctors. The big thing is just, uh, I like to use food journals and literally see what's coming in and what's not coming in. Um, and helping people balance their diets that way and assessing their history and other things that are going on. There's so much to it. It's hard to ever get anyone perfect because you have genetic components and you have so much going on. But in general, when you're just talking about basic immune health, it's hard to over supplement most things. So right. right now everyone just wants to immune boost. Long-term, maybe you don't wanna take as many things as you might want to right now. But you know, there's some basic things that if you take, especially if you know you're going to be traveling or going somewhere where there's a lot of people, it, and my advice has not changed through all of this corona to any of my patients, um, because anytime that you travel or you do anything like that, kids are starting school or going around, you want an immune boost because you're, you're learning new germ, you're learning new people. And that's what your immune system is meant to do. It's why babies put everything in their mouth. It's learning. They're learning all, all things. And that's building your immune system. Germs are actually good. And we've learned that they're bad and you have to wash them off. Mm. Um, when really, if we just allowed it, um, ourselves to be around each other. It, and I said in, in our videos that we do every week with my husband, we said, you know, it's, we just need to let all of us as adults have that first day in pre-K all together and get all boogery and gross and just get it over with so that we can move on with our lives and just get back to being healthy because it's going to have to happen in order to move forward from this. Right. It's all, we, we kind of, you know, almost sometimes said, man, just give it to me and like, let me move on. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, and I trust me, I don't want to get sick, but I'm just in well, general. No like, what's that? No one ever does, but getting sick is a part of life. You right. can't escape getting sick. Um, everyone gets sick at some point. And that's what I feel like this whole run and hide thing is to me, it's silly because what are, what are we running and hiding from something that is most likely inevitable. They're even saying that it's probably going to be just like an annual virus that comes back around. So if that's our speculation, we're not going to do this every single year. So, you know, like you said, just get it and get over with cool. So let's help build your body up your immune system up so that when you get it you get over it faster and your your symptoms are less you know that's a study i would love to see to come out of this is the symptoms are so different some people just lose their sense of smell and sense of taste yeah. and some people are in bed for upwards of a week and feeling the worst that they've ever felt so i'm i'm wondering the histories of all those people and what they're doing because you know you just are curious it's because any time with flu or anything else in the past, it's kind of what you see or that the healthier people that really truly take care of themselves are having 
decreased number of symptoms and severity of symptoms and get over it faster. Yeah, that part is really wild, right? Like the asymptomatic people or, um, yeah, I had it, but I, I had a fever for a day and it was, you know, went away. And, or then you have someone else that's like, you know, seven days in the hospital, like, you know, dying over, like, it is wild. I, to, I, I hope they have, and I hope I can believe the studies they have come out when, when they would get all the stats, because that'll be some fascinating stuff. Can we keep going on the immune stuff? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you want to talk about the vitamins? You're ready to rock. I don't even have to even, what am I even doing here? Oh, wait, let me just give you uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm on your show now. You just do your thing. I'm going to sit back and shut up. Go. Thank no. you for having me on, Bree. <laughs> do you have a specific question? What's that? Do you have a specific question? No, I just wanted you, you, you touched on vitamins a little bit. And I know there's some, I, I would like to know some certain things that people can be out there taking right now. Yeah. So the basic, of course, is vitamin C. I think everyone knows to jump on vitamin C anytime there's any illness. So, you know, getting a good vitamin C is important. Um, the, we have a buffered vitamin C in my office that also has your zinc vitamin in it and magnesium in it, which is nice. So it, you know, you just have to take one because zinc is the other one I would definitely say right now. Zinc has been proven with this specific virus <clears throat> to help um, improve and, and decrease the symptoms. So uh, uh, zinc has, right? Zinc, yep, is one of <clears throat> okay. along with vitamin A. You don't have to take a lot of vitamin A at all um, to get it's something that we're not generally real deficient in. So just supplementing a little bit of extra vitamin A is something specifically right now that you could immune boost with. Um, so those, uh, we talked about a little bit about probiotics. I think probiotics are important for people to take every single day. That's your gut health and your gut is, you know, some people say 70, some people say upwards of 90% of your immune system comes from your gut health. So that's significant. So a probiotic, you know what an antibiotic is, mm -hmm. but a probiotic is, you know, all of your good bacteria. So we want to keep your gut healthy and having all that good bacteria in your gut so that your army has food and can fight. So that's what that Food for your army. Thank you. Food for your army. And it is, and everyone needs it. Not just, you know, people, some, some people think it's only for kids. Some people think it's only for women. It's not. Everyone should be, everyone who has a gut needs to be, have a probiotic. And you're not talking about a beer gut. You're talking about anyone that has a stomach. <laughs> Inner gut. <laughs> yes, um, one of my buddies is out there right now. Damn, I need to be taking a probiotic. I got a beer gut. That's a good marketing tool for probiotics. There you go. Yeah, you got your gut. Start putting um, it in the IPA. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Is IPA a probiotic? Come on, tell me. It should be. It should be. Good. Yeah. Um, any, any other, what about like airborne and things like that? Is any of that stuff, um, any good? You see it go off the shelf, like right away. Yeah. I think that, um, like emergency and airborne, yeah. those things are good for like a quick grab. Like if you're travel, traveling, if you're, um, like going on an airplane, going to be driving, anything like that. Um, I think that that's good just for a, it's good for now, not like an everyday use just because they're not the best quality of vitamin. 
Um, With the name emergency, they kind of do like, it almost is like, hey, I'm in a bind, grab this. You know, that's what it almost says. Yeah, and they're really good for traveling, especially with kids because they're flavored. So they taste great. So if you just need to get vitamin C in the body, use it. Yeah, they are good, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's touch back on sleep, though, real quick with the how much rest should uh, people be getting? So that totally varies. You can even Google a chart. It depends on age. So everyone needs a different amount of sleep depending on age. So, um, I mean, in general, you don't want to have less than seven hours. So anywhere, I would say anywhere between seven to nine hours would be best for people, you know, old guys like us. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll let you lump you in with me. Um, let's touch on. I think I'm older than you. Huh? I think I'm older than you, aren't I? You're, no, no way. Mm-hmm. Are you older than Nate? Yeah. Oh, let's not get into that. We don't want to get your age out there. I don't care. <laughs> How old are you? 41. Yeah, I'm 43. Come on now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I win. <clears throat> and, I, and I look like 20 years older than you, so that's good for you. Um, yeah, I just dye my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any hair left, so I can't dye it. Uh, sunshine. Can you touch <laughs> on that with vitamin D? So glad you're good. That's what I was going to try to bring up next is vitamin D. So yes, you can get vitamin D from the sun. That is an amazing, beautiful way to get it. Um, Right now, when everyone's off of school and and having some more free time, getting vitamin D is a lot easier from the sun because you have more time. To get the appropriate amount of vitamin D, you actually need to be as close to naked as possible. You need as much skin exposed as possible. And it needs to be for several hours. Uh, that you need to have that exposure to actually absorb through your skin the proper amount of D. And because our skin is an organ, you can't run home and jump in the shower. You need to allow your body the opportunity to actually soak it in and absorb the D. So if you're going to be going to the beach all day, don't come home and jump in the shower. Wait till the next morning. Maybe rinse off your feet, but don't rinse off all that, all that D. Off really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's something important to know. If you want to get most of your D from the sun, um, then there's a lot of good um, like liquid vitamin Ds like we have um, to supplement. Definitely, if you start feeling any symptoms of any type, you want to get some extra vitamin D. The general rule like from the American um, Academy of Pediatrics or the AMA, they, they're right now, they're about like 6,000 IUs. I always recommend a minimum of 10,000 IUs where people are pretty, even Floridians can be deficient in vitamin D and usually are. So just as a nation, we're deficient in vitamin D and they're linking it to a lot of mental health issues as well. So that is one of the must haves and everyone should have that in their house. So like, I want to go back to the sunshine thing though. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the only way we go outside like I, I was, my I was mowing the yard the other day, and my wife's like, "Hey, you don't have your hat on." I'm like, "Get my vitamin D." You know, I said something like that, but like, it's it literally is sun hitting your skin, right? Is where the vitamin D is absorbed. Yep. And you can literally go and just shower it off, and like it. it well, you'll absorb a little, but right. to get the full to allow your body to get the full absorption, yeah, you you need to just let it soak in. 
Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Soak in the sun. Okay. Yeah. See what I did there? Making a whole, got a whole <laughs> new meaning now. I didn't know this. Yeah. Um, okay. So it was like jumping in the, like the, uh, we can go, I go down a rabbit hole in this one. I'm going to stop. So <laughs> I got a lot of stupid scenarios that are Jumping going through my other chemical stressor. So if I were to go outside and run around in the backyard naked, I can just blame it on Brie Gendel. I was going to say, if you're cutting along, take, take the shirt <laughs> off and the hat off. Yeah, Make no way, man. I think people think skunk apes mowing our backyard. I can't be having that. Hold your IPA, mow the lawn, shirt off. Living, living the life. Living the life. All right, what else do you have? Do you have anything else that sticks out? Maybe so, yeah, I do. Let's go. I told you I love to talk. No, but um, other vitamins. So I have what I call the big eight. So you want to have your vitamin C, your probiotic. What have we talked about? Um, did we talk about colloidal silver? No. That's another one. Colloidal silver is just wonderful. It's actual real like silver. And that really helps your, your immune system. Uh, we take that one pretty much every day, just in small dose. And if someone gets sick or starting to get sick or not feeling well, then you just up it. Echinacea is one of my favorite supplements. It's disgusting. Um, it makes you feel like you're growing hair on your tongue. I'm not selling it, I know, but I don't want you to blame me if you try it and it's the most disgusting thing you've ever, it's so gross, but it's so good. Sometimes people, when they don't feel well, I'll recommend it and less than 24 hours later, their symptoms are cleared up, you know, because it's just kicks butt to, um, you know, and that works. Um, zinc, echinacea, um, those two specifically definitely are going to help with virus, antifungal, antibacterial, for sure. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to think, colloidal silver, vitamin D, echinacea, vitamin C, probiotic. How many is that? What am I missing? I'm missing some of my You know what my wife always loves is uh, thieves oil. Mm -hmm. So oils are another awesome, awesome way. And you can wear oils, you can eat oils, you can do so many things with oils. And thieves, that's that, um, it's almost like cinnamon and clove, and it's a mixture yeah, of all of those so hot oils. And yeah. that's why they're so good for, for burning up um, virus and bacteria, literally, because they're burning that up. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm trying, like, totally blanking on my big eight right now. But, um, but those are the big ones. We all, I also like to recommend something called monolaurin, which is really cool. And a lot of people don't know about this supplement. It comes in a tub and it's like tiny little pellets and it's from the hull of a coconut. And it also has amazing antiviral, which, cause you know, you can't go to the doctor and get an antiviral. There's just no prescription. You can get an antibiotic, but there isn't anything for an antiviral. And monolaurin is one of my favorites for that. Um, it works very, very well for viruses specifically, but it can help with, with other things as well. What about any of the, um, I mean, well, you mentioned exercise earlier, but like any kind of uh, meditations or saunas or spas, or do you have any recommendations on any of that stuff? Yeah. Emotional health is 
huge right now. I mean, you can take a supplement and get support your adrenals and take valerian for your anxiety and you can take things and take things, but being active about relaxation and stress and anxiety is huge. So, you know, being active is one thing that is known to help with relaxation. So going for a walk, something cool about going for a walk that I recently learned in one of my um, online courses um, is that men and women, like a husband and wife, if they go for a walk together every night, it's mentally stimulating and relaxing for both of them. Men by nature um, use that time to just walk and listen and women use that time to chatter and talk. And that's, that's getting it all out for her. And that's just movement and listening for a man. And it actually is stimulating and um, relaxing for both parties and both are actually getting what they want and need. So the way that their the brains are working. So that's something kind of cool. And that would help with movement and mental health. Um, massages, yoga, meditation. I like journaling. If you're an artist, get out some canvases and start painting, go somewhere, go to a park, do some painting. But yeah, there's a lot of different options to, and avenues to there. I mean, I figure that they're coping mechanisms, you know, they're just learning to, to deal with and vent out your stresses. Right. No, I can imagine, see that as well. Um, <clears throat> well, do you have any other things? Uh, I mean, what, I got another question for you. It's, it doesn't have to do with the immune system, but. Okay, go ahead. Well, I guess it kind of does, but like, what if you were, uh, if you tested positive for COVID mm -hmm. and you had symptoms, like you were feeling sick, right? Like any tested positive, what would you do? I would do all the things that I'm telling you is what I would do. I have to say, and I'm not trying to boast, but we've been doing the, all of everything I'm telling you in my family and my husband's the only one that's been sick in the last seven years um, where he's needed to go and get a pharmaceutical intervention for his illness. Um, so I've attempted three different times to get my kids chicken pox and I even had their blood drawn to see if they were just immune and they never got the chicken pox. Um, so, I mean, that's just as a testimony to say, if you take care of your immune system, you don't really have to worry that much. So if I, if that did happen to me, I would continue down my path of knowing that my body is going to do the work for me and just keep feeding it the food and the fuel that it needs to help me get through it. Keep feeding your army. Keep feeding your army. Yeah. All right. All right. I got you. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. Uh, Dr. Bree, that was quite enjoyable and fun. I'm you have to make fun of my IPA a little bit too. So that was always a hoot. So um, do you have anything else you want to do before we sign off or talk about? I don't think so. Uh, the only thing I, I would be, uh, it would be really, really bad if I didn't bring up is the importance of chiropractic care to your immune system. <laughs> which, well, how are we not getting, <laughs> <laughs> how are we just getting to that? Okay, go ahead. Let it rip. Um, yeah, I mean, chiropractic, what we do is work with the nervous system. So uh, people just think we just rack and crack them. And that's just the, uh, the bonus and the exciting part of getting adjusted by a chiropractor is that it feels really good and you get to hear some, some noises. But the, the reality of it is that we're using muscle tone and the alignment of the spine to, to utilize and correct and optimize the nervous system function. 
um, so that your body can work to the best that it possibly can for you. So an example of that is if a child comes into my office and they have symptoms, as soon as we do the adjustment, I 100% always say, so your child is going to spike a fever after this adjustment. They're then going to fall asleep and they're going to wake up feeling significantly better. And almost every time that's exactly what happens. And I have, you know, hundreds of, of uh, testimonies on that because it boosts the immune system and it gets that fire going and it helps your body handle and burn up what's going those those that dark army on the inside get some going and uh, get you better faster so you adjust them that activates the immune system fever which i mean people think i mean a fever is not bad but it's no. your body you want to explain that yeah, so a fever is just part is just part of one of those immune system functions. Um, the way that I have um, been educated on fevers, which I completely agree with, is that uh, when your body is fighting, it physiologically needs calcium. So when your body is is sick and it doesn't have enough calcium, the muscles heat up around the bones and actually are extracting calcium from the bones. So if you the if you're running low on calcium your fever is going to get higher and you're going to fever longer and so that's what's happening when your body fevers so what we always recommend is calcium which was one of my other big eight so thanks for there that you go. Um, but we always recommend calcium you can get it in all we have it in organic dark chocolates and organic milk chocolates because when you're sick you just get in what you can um, for kids but you get you give the body calcium and it helps to alleviate that that fever, but giving the body what it needs. So if we just give Tylenol to a fever, we're going to see that fever most likely pop back up because it's taking away the pain, but it's not giving the body what it needs when it's fevering. So fevers, and, and even if um, in general, most even if they get real high and you have like a febrile seizure, in general, those are pretty um, benign seizures. They're not anything that causes any sort of um, permanent effects at all. And in some people, every time they fever, they get uh, a seizure. So fevers in general, no, they're a good thing. We need to help our bodies get what it needs. It's, it's our bodies talking to us and we need to respect that rather than hide. Yeah, gotcha. The armies, the armies are calling out to you. Okay. Um, Last question. I'm going to ask you a semi-controversial question. This is probably, God, do I want to ask it? Do you wear a mask in public? I have yet to wear a mask. Okay. Anywhere. Just curious. All right. I'm going to move on. <laughs> I, I do this. No, you don't. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, out there huffing it up. Oh, my God. All right, Dr. Bree, that was fun. Loved it. Uh, yeah. Please come back. You got something else you want to talk about, okay? I always have stuff to talk about. I'll come back anytime. All right. What do you um? How do people connect with you guys? You and uh, Doctor Nate, and you guys got some cool stuff going on with your little show and all yeah. that stuff. We do a live every Sunday. It's usually at nine. Um, o'clock every Sunday and we just post it live through the Gundel Family Chiropractic Facebook page and then we share it all over to all of our other socials but yeah that's one one fun way but we have Instagram and mine is Dr. Bree DC um, I have an Instagram 
and Facebook. I have a couple of Facebook pages and I'll just Google us, figure it out. We got lots of ways. Yeah, and I'll put y'all's contact information in there for both offices in the post. So if you guys wanna connect with Dr. Bree, do it. Um, great people, uh, very knowledgeable. If you made it this far, you see that. Um, and so they'll, I'm sure they'll be happy to connect with you and give you more advice as well. Drop a question in the comments if you have one. I'm sure she'll be <clears throat> lurking around in there. Maybe she can answer them there as well. Uh, yeah. So Dr. Bree, appreciate you coming on again. And um, if anyone watching out there, I do these type of shows a lot. Make sure you subscribe on the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, and on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all those fun places as well. And Dr. Bree, just like you almost forgot to mention chiropractic, I almost forgot to mention that I do mortgages for a living. So if you're out there and you want to buy a home or take advantage of low interest rates, please let me help you. Uh, call me anytime, 239-437-4278. Always here to help. Dr. Bree. Let me say one thing about that. Yes. You're a very honest, good person to trust for all of that because we came to him ready to remortgage and he told us it was not the best time for us and he was very honest. And so I have to give you a shout out for that because yes, you're, you're a trustworthy guy. Thank you. That means mm -hmm. a lot. <laughs> I'm going to be using that in the future for a testimonial for my business. You should. It's very true. <laughs> I mean that from the heart. All right. Oh, the heart. I see what you did. Tim Hart. 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 All right. <laughs> Thank <you>. this. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. Yeah, bye. Thanks for watching, everybody. Bye-bye. See you, Brie. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Heartbeat Show podcast.